Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Another week of In4G Radio. It's episode 563 for July 8th, 2019. It is post fireworks. And on the show this week, we got the Drew. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> and we got the Wombat, too. Oh, yeah. Did you all go watch some fireworks? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. I did not. We had a pretty good fireworks thing here locally in, in the city I live in, so. Yeah, we went uh, out to uh, Springboro, which means nothing to anybody listening to this. It means something to me. Yeah, that's where we went. So, Drew, you didn't get to see no, no, no blasty blast? So, let's talk about what I had to do. Okay. It was at work? So, yeah. So, I went to work uh, July the 4th from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I then went home tried to go to bed at 7 p.m. because I had to wake up at 2 a.m. to go to work at 3 a.m. and work from 3 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Friday. Yikes. No, I did not see any fireworks. All I saw was B being woken up by somebody shooting fireworks or what sounded like an AK-47 going off in the yard. Well, that's no fun. Yeah. My, my job... Is quickly becoming really bad. I was going to say, you could just say it sucks. Can you say that? I, I mean, sure. <laughs> Nobody knows who I work for. Yeah, it sounds like you, you have a miserable schedule. Who does well, not you work for? <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, I'm the supervisor, so I have to do that stuff. That's why I didn't I didn't want to be management anymore. <laughs> I, I hate being management. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Your job follows you home. Yeah, fuck that. All right. Uh, video games, though. Did you? Did you? I know the two of you haven't been on in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe longer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Drew, yeah. did you? Have you played any video games? I have played some video games. Oh, okay. Um. So, uh, the first thing I need to mention. And I know I'm going to get some flack for it, but I have become addicted to a mobile game. Uh-oh. And it is not uh, Puzzle and Dragons. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. this, And you're going to laugh at me when I tell you the name of it, Uh-oh. but it's actually one of the more popular games out there right now. Uh-oh. It's called AFK Arena. Okay, is this a clicker? It's not a clicker. Okay. It is a it's a role playing game where you create a team of five characters that goes up against like you can do AI 
enemies. You can do like a Coliseum against other characters or other players. Um, it's got a great art style, and it's it's actually really good for the casual player who doesn't want to spend money. Um, I got into it just randomly. I saw like an ad for it from like, you may like this game. And I picked it up and sure enough, I was like, okay, this is actually really good. It's one of those games where I log in every day to do my daily stuff. And every once in a while, I'll get enough stuff to level up a character or ascend them to a higher tier or something like that. So, it's one of those games where you're not going to play a lot. You're going to play maybe about 20 minutes a day, but I make sure to log in for those 20 minutes and play. Um, and it's a real fun game. They have constantly having events for the game. Uh, there's just a ton of stuff to kind of do um, to keep you kind of busy for a little while there. And when you do make um, progress, it feels great. So it does have a good sense of progression. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's your little mobile minute. Oh. Don't worry, I played some stuff on mobile, too, so... You should, try, you should try AFK Arena. It's actually really good. Okay. Drew, um, was quiet. Drew was very loud. Maybe I'm way I'm still quiet. quiet? No, no, I said if you were quiet. Oh. Well, or, uh, Drew is very loud. I feel like oh. you're all up in my eardrums. <laughs> Sorry, uh, maybe I'm standing too, too close to my mic. Well, take it out of your mouth. I'm I'm way far away from it. <laughs> I know microphones taste good, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. Now I've lost my train of thought. I do that. I derail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we played some. I played about twenty more minutes of Duke Nukem Forever and said I don't want to play that game again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just didn't care. Well, to be fair, the third act of that game is it's paced fairly poorly. Yeah, like once you make it like the Hoover Dam, from what I understand, it's just like nonstop. Yeah, it's same crap, same crap, same crap. It does not end very well. Yeah, uh, but uh, we did start uh, Bound by Flame. Oh boy. I don't mind this game. The game is fine. It's so what What kind of game is that? I'm not familiar with it. It is an action role-playing game um, made by Spiders. Yeah, that'll tell you everything you need to know about that game. Um, so it's not the best looking or the best playing or the best voice acted game. <laughs> Um, or the best I, anything, it sounds like. It's, it's but actually a, a quality two worlds. Yeah, it, it really is. It's <laughs> Wait, hold on, what did you say? A quality two worlds. Which means uh, no, hold on. I, <laughs> it was already quality, so you must mean something else. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear something funny? Is that Matt, Anthony, and I debated on what game we should play for the year of the bad game. Uh, for an RPG. It was either Bound by Flame or Two Worlds. And all three of us said that we would rather play Bound by Flame than Two Worlds. Well, that's where you went wrong right there. <laughs> to be fair, Bound by Flame is like a maximum, is a maximum of like 15 hours, whereas Two Worlds is a, very long. It's a no. very, very long game. But yeah, I, I like the setup of it. It's, it's, it's okay. I mean, I'm probably about three hours into it right now. 
Um, but I don't mind it. It's definitely not the worst game we've played for the year of the bad game. I will tell you that I played through that entire game, but the final boss is just bullshit. What did you spec your character for? I think it was... Did a- you go warrior or did you go ranger? A ranger. Dude, the ranger. Why would you play warrior when the ranger has that freaking dodge mechanic? Yeah. That is, is invincibility frames for the entire thing. Yeah, the final like, boss is still impossible. Well, that may be true, but I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. <laughs> the dialogue in that game sounds like two very dumb frat boys wrote it. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, people are cussing each other out. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but nah, I don't mind it. Uh, played some Overwatch. Hey, Drew, uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Hey, next year for Phoenix Down, you know what you guys should do? I'm not doing two worlds. No, you guys should do Year of the Good Game so that you can actually beat The Witcher and uh, all the other good stuff that you haven't played. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. Maybe we should do a year of, hey, games that we own and we have not finished. I mean, that's kind of the point of the show, right? That was originally the point of the show. So maybe it was also It was also... Hey, I haven't played this game in a long time, and I love it. Let's try it again. Sure, sure. Uh, then it became, what's games we've never played before that everybody says is pretty good? Or pretty bad, in this case. Well, this was just a special thing. We were like, hey, look, why don't we do a year where we just play bad games? <laughs> and we're like, that's a bad idea. Let's do it. Y'all dumbasses pick Shinmu. Yep. Shinmu, Sonic 06. Damnation. I, I will say something very controversial, yet so so true. I'd rather play Sonic 06 than Shinmu. I don't know. No. I would. Wow. I no, would. I, I actually beat Shinmu. There is no way in hell I would ever beat Sonic 06. I don't want to beat either one of them, Drew. i just tell you what I'd rather play. No, Shinmu you can actually beat. Sonic 06, you can't beat that game. I don't care. I really don't care about completing the game. I just don't want to play Shinmu. Trust me, I didn't want to play Shinmu either, <laughs> but I beat it. So I could finally say I don't like Shinmu. Welcome to the club. Yeah, no, no. They're like, when are you going to do Shinmu too? Uh, probably never, because I'm going to send whoever wants these games in a box and we'll throw Shinmu 1 and 2 in there as well. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and advertise it here. When, once the year of the bad game is over with, whoever wants these bad games, I'm going to throw them in a box, and I will send them to you. The only thing I ask is that you pay for shipping. How many so did, the Shen, Shenmue 1 and 2, do you have the like the remaster, or do you, are yeah. you playing it on Dreamcast? No, no, no. I have the remaster on Xbox One. Oh, nice. So you get a you get a box full of bad bad games. stuff, badass bad games. You get Sonic 06, you get Damnation, you get Shinmu One and Two, you get, um, gosh, what else was there? Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem Forever, uh, Secret Service. Oh God! So there's two games we've played that I can't deliver, which is The Quiet Man and Eben Batuta. I don't even remember that. Unearthed Eben Batuta. <laughs> Which is the Unearthed is the knockoff uh, Uncharted game. 
Oh, yeah, I remember that. was that. the first game we did. Okay. It's real short or something, right? Yeah, it took us an hour and a half. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we, we did that. So if you want a box of shit. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll even throw Bound by Flame in there, which is actually a review copy that Ken sent me a very long time ago that just has Bound by Flame on the front of it, and that's it. Oh, yeah, the sil- was it a silver, or is it... It was a silver job. Silver job. Yep. Like my PS2 Demon Souls? Yeah. Or PS3, you mean? No, it says PS2 on... It says PlayStation 2 on the front of it. Even oh, though it's wow. a PlayStation 3 game. <laughs> you weren't here for that conversation? I, I'm sure I was. I just don't yeah. remember it. I've got a ton of those. on Twitter, and everybody went crazy. Um, because they're like, "Demon Souls on PlayStation 2? And I'm like, "No, it's a PS3 game. They just misprinted it." No. You can put it in a PS2. It'll be like, "Cannot read disc," but then you don't yes. know if your PlayStation's broke or if it really can't read the disc. Oh, yeah, it's true. If it's PlayStation <laughs> 2, it could go either way. <laughs> it's a, it's a crapshoot, man. You never yeah, it's know. It's a crapshoot. Every generation, man, I, I think I'm doomed to have issues with one of the three consoles. What was this year's? Xbox One. What, with the, the microphone thing? The microphone thing, yeah. Uh, I guess I guess if you're going to have a broken thing, though, I think that's probably the least. Like, if you remember the, the PS1 and PS2, it was the disk drives. Well, you would think that, but the only person in my house who really gets use out of the Xbox One is my son, and that's the true. only things he wants to play on it are the things where he has to talk online with his friends. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite and Ark and... Uh, Minecraft? Minecraft, yep. So, but we we have a solution. So there you go. Well, we don't have a solution for the Xbox problem. We have a solution around it. That's such a weird thing. Are you guys still are you using an X or I don't I don't remember what you have. No, I have a regular. Uh, is it like the old fatty? Yep. Holy cow! Okay, so maybe that's the problem. Well, maybe I shouldn't have to replace my console mid-cycle. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying maybe that's <laughs> why I haven't heard of it. Because God, it's been fucking day long since I've had a fat. Well, that's that was what I had true. before I got my ex. That old VCR size motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you kill somebody if you drop it on them. It's not heavy though. Well, mm. I'm certainly not gonna. Uh, not going to replace my console at this point with a year to go in the cycle. No, uh, no I'd be. And be. especially not when, literally, my son's the only one who plays on it. And the games he plays on it, he could play on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, except Ark, which we don't own on PlayStation. But. That's true. And I think, isn't uh, the PS4 version kind of gimped on, my, on Minecraft? I, the whole, uh, I don't know, maybe. They, they've added a bunch of stuff, like mods and stuff, to the Xbox One version, so probably. Yeah, it feels like, uh, I mean, they're, they're like, we'll still put the game on your system, but pff, you ain't getting a good one. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I mean, Ark, uh, Ark, I don't know if you could gimp it. Although, you guys say the, the Switch oh, version you is super need to, you, Oh, yes, you, you can. You need to see the Switch version. Holy shit. Well, the Xbox One version it ain't uh, great. already looks like shit. Yeah, so. it ain't a great looking game, but man, I'll tell you what. If you want to feel really good about owning that game, just go watch a video of the Switch version. You'll be like, fuck, mine looks good. <laughs> nice. Oh. All right, anything else, Drew? Yeah, the one last thing. I don't know if I want to bring it up because I know you're going to say something. Why would I 
to say anything. Because I'm really light on that review. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I like I'm over here like yelling at people like where's my review? Yeah, I know. So I have not reviewed yet, but plan on doing it this week. Uh, <laughs> Warhammer Chaos Bane. Oh, man. That game's pretty good, right? Uh, that game uh, is fantastic. <laughs> I, I have heard... I've heard that it's right up my alley, so you're going to have to let me know what you think of it. It's it's Warhammer, but Diablo. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. See, when you say that, that makes me want to buy it. And hey, You probably should, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I can't buy it right now. i got too much other stuff. To it, it's right. unfortunate because I bought it um, since Drew was reviewing it, and I love what I've played, but I've played like an hour and a half. And yeah. I'll have to buy it when it's... I'll buy it later. So I... I um. I've experimented with practically every class, and the first class that I chose, which was the the high elf uh, wizard, that's the best class in the game, dude. <laughs> I mean, like I was I, I, seriously, I played like the, the, the standard dude, the human, uh, with like the you know just a warrior kind of guy. He's kind of bland compared to everybody else, but the uh, the elf wizard, that's like. That's my jam right there. So I'm having a ball with him. He's he's great. Can you switch um, characters whenever you want? No, no. You have to start. You know, game. it's it's like if you started a new character in Diablo, you had to start over from the beginning. Is uh, um. So did, I mean, it plays just like Diablo. Has loot just like Diablo. It's basically yes. just Diablo skinned as Warhammer, right? Correct. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm gonna have to buy it. Although to be fair, I still have Diablo three, which I haven't finished. So. What? Man. How I can't tell you how many times I've beat Diablo 3. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 never, I've never finished it. Oh my god. I got, I got pretty far on it on Xbox 360, and then uh, when I bought my PlayStation 4, it was the first game I bought for it, and other stuff came out, and I never went back and finished it, because I had to restart, obviously, from the beginning, going from Xbox 360 to PS4. So... That's that's insane to me. I finished Diablo three at least six or seven times. No oh, man, even more for me. But um, now I'm playing. Now I'm playing the uh, the updated version of Diablo three. Yeah, the I mean, uh, the <laughs> what is basically like Diablo three only in Assassin's Creed universe, which is Odyssey. That's true. I feel so Assassin's much loot. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like The Witcher and Diablo had like a really good baby. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Man, maybe I need to play that game. Oh, we've Dude, told you that you, for how long? Yeah, I own I mean, the game. It's so Drew, good. I'll talk. I'll talk about it a little bit in my, but I'm now 80 hours into it. Holy moly! It is so freaking good. Yeah. It's, I mean, to call it. I mean, I've seen some people who have been hesitant to play it because it's an Assassin's Creed game. I, it has connections to the universe, but the gameplay is so good, uh, and it's got such a good loot arc. It's got like legendary sets, and do they uh, they they started that in Origins, Origins. right? Yeah, yeah Origins. but this is like this is the Origins formula perfected. Yeah. So I have I have both games. It really is. So Ken's description is probably the best description I've seen yet. It's. Um, uh, it's Diablo and The Witcher mixed together. Yeah, it's like the loot is amazing. The the set pe- or the the scenery is ridiculous. It's huge. 
the quests are really good. It's you should play it. It's got legendary like monsters and stuff to to hunt. It you should play it. Yeah. For sure. It's really 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 good. I have it sitting right here. And have you so you said you haven't played Origins? No, I have it too. If you intend on playing Origins, uh you should probably play it first because you, it's going to feel real dated you'll if you never go, back go to yeah it. if you never if you play odyssey you will never go back to origins origin or well, odyssey and, is just and that so good. here's the thing though origins like at least you should play through the story in origins cuz origins has my um my favorite story in assassin's creed um the story is really good but it's um you won't be able to play it if you play odyssey first Nope. So, you, so would you say that Origins feels more like an Assassin's Creed game? It feels like exactly what it is. It feels like a transition between the old Assassin's Creed formula and what they were trying to do. So you can see it's very. It feels very ambitious, but it it's not as polished. Right. Um. The 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 map is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's. Egypt right around the turn of the millennium um, so it's uh, it's really cool but it's just not as polished as from a combat standpoint it's not as polished polished as uh, Odyssey yeah see that's what I was thinking I was like I should probably play Origins first yeah because sure. everybody was like oh man you, you know there's such a drastic change between the two that you wouldn't want to go back yeah you definitely won't go back Hmm. I don't know. I've got so much I have to do. Yeah. At the very least, the Red I mean, Dead Witcher. I mean, I haven't beat any. Oh yeah, you still haven't beat any of those, have you? Uh-uh. I I would play those before you played Origins, but you should. I mean, knowing the kind of games that you like, you should absolutely play Odyssey. Yeah. I mean, I intend to because I do own the game. Like I went out and purchased it for like nineteen ninety nine. I found a crazy deal for. Yeah, that's an, an insane deal. Yeah. So, yeah, one of these days. But until then, I did play some Chaos Bane. <laughs> Which is great. There's there's four characters and all. You yeah. got the Human Warrior, High Elf, Mage, Wood Elf, Ranger, and the Dwarf Berserker. Uh, I would say my next favorite would be the Dwarf Berserker. I'm glad to hear you say that, because if I get the game, that's what I'll play as. Yeah, he's pretty cool. So you got the Warrior and the Berserker who are all about, like, just staying next to enemies and fighting them. Like, you know, having guys surround you. Yep. And they and they have abilities that, you know, counter that. While the High Elf and the Wood Elf are both characters that are okay with... with enemies around them, but they have abilities that get them away from the fight so they can attack a group of enemies from afar. Uh, I would say that the 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 mage or the, the wizard has a better chance of survival than the wood elf uh, ranger does, uh, but the ranger has some great abilities as well. Um, this game has you know, tons of loot drops. It has uh, like specs that you can do. The cool thing is, is that you have like a, you have a bank of skill points and you can pick and choose which skills you want to use. 
and if you say, I don't want to use that skill anymore, you can stop using it and it gives you those points back. So you're never stuck with, oh, I put points into this, I can't get them back. You can always, re- you can always refund them. And that's kind of how you get the, the different builds. So like you, you spec your character a certain way for a certain build and you can just change it however you want. So, uh, you're never like pigeonholed into something like, oh, I put too many points into, you know, strength. That doesn't exist. You can refund all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a solid Diablo clone. Um, probably, in fact, I would go as far as to say it's probably up there with like Torchlight 2. Like Torchlight 2 was like you couldn't beat, if you, if, if you couldn't play Diablo, what would you play? I would say Torchlight 2. This is, now it's, if you couldn't play Diablo, what would you play? Probably Chaos Bane. Nice. Uh, so yeah, Chaos Bane is, is, is tight. It's real good. Um, the only, there's a few quirks. Um, uh, here and there, uh, like, um, with Diablo, it seems like that game is tweaked in such a way where it knows exactly where I'm pointing with my control stick to attack a certain enemy. In Chaos Bane, I found it every once in a while, I'll attack somebody that I didn't want to attack, um... maybe because the game thought, oh, you, you prioritized that enemy first. Um, but it's, it, it's the small things like that. Just, you know, like, oh, I, I wanted to attack that guy, not the guy in front of him kind of thing. But, you know, it's, it's how the game is built. So you can't, kind of can't fault it for that. Um, but no, it's a solid, solid Diablo clone that I think anybody who likes Diablo will really get into this game. They got a tons of like, uh, um, in-game content. And they are doing like free updates for this game and adding stuff. I've already seen, they've already got a roadmap out of like the next, probably till December, I think, the different updates and what they're going to bring to the game. Cool. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, working on some more Bound by Flame. Fun times. That's right. All right. Well, we'll move on to the Wombird. All right. Um, so, I have actually played a lot in the last month since I've been on the show. Uh, most of it not new, but, um, still probably worth talking about. So, um, I played, let's talk about some of the more recent stuff first. I did, um, uh, pick up Mario Maker 2, um, which is excellent. And a, a nice continuation of the Mario Maker formula. Um, I'm really digging the uh, the story mode in that game, and sort of the the pre-created levels that are in there. There's some really unique ones. Um, I like the fact that you can put conditions of victory on uh, levels, so you can say you have to finish this level without jumping to finish this while carrying this certain thing, stuff like that, um, which I think is pretty cool. So um, I haven't played a ton of that, but played enough of it to enjoy it. So um, the uh, I played and finished the first DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is called Legacy of the First Blade. Um it's uh, it's good. It's more more of the formula, uh, and the formula is good, so that's always a, a benefit. There are some the the DLC has gotten a lot of um, 
backlash, I guess is the, the best way for me to put it, based on some uh, uh, storyline things that are forced on you, regardless of how you've played your character. Uh, that's about as much as I can say without spoiling it. Um, and it does kind of feel a little, uh, it does kind of feel a little weird, depending on how you've played the character. Um, but it does sort of make the game, the, the only real major hook in to Assassin's Creed Origins comes in through this DLC. And at the very end, they kind of tie Odyssey into Origins. So, um, I felt like it was worth playing for sure. Uh, there's some good characters in it. The, the quest line is pretty good, even if the the, um, the story seems a little uh, dissonant from the rest of the game. Uh, I've started the second DLC, um, and uh, it seems okay so far. I'm not far enough in it. I've heard it's much better, but I'm not far enough in it to really to really say one way or another. Right now, where I'm at in it, it keeps kind of bouncing back and forth between... Um, uh, ancient Greece and uh, current day. So I'm uh, playing through that part now. And uh, but I've heard once it opens up and you get access to a new area, it's really cool. So we'll see how that goes. I am, as I mentioned before, 80 hours into this game at this point, and I'm still having a blast with it. So um, definitely, definitely recommend this game. Um, other than that, I decided that um, since they made the announcement of uh, Baldur's Gate three. At E3, I decided that I was going to go back and play through um, the enhanced editions of Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2. Um, so I played through the enhanced edition of Baldur's Gate 1. Uh, I'm playing them on iPad. It actually plays pretty well on iPad. Um, it you know fits the, the game style pretty well. I'm just playing it on the story difficulty, which is basically no difficulty at all, just to, to get through it, remind myself of the story, remind myself of the game. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's Baldur's Gate. It's, um, you know, 21 years old at this point. So it's a little bit dated. Um, the graphics, I mean, the, the character graphics, quite honestly, were dated at the time, uh, when it came out. But, um, um, you know, the backgrounds and stuff all look awesome. And, uh, the story's pretty good. I was reminded of how abruptly it ends. Um, I don't, have either of you guys beat the first Baldur's Gate? A long, long time ago. Okay. Yeah, it, it just kind of ends. Like, you fight the final boss, and then that's it. It's over. And I'm so used to still being able to play games after you beat the final boss, um, that it was a little jarring for it just to be like, you beat the final boss, here's a cutscene, now it's kicking you back to the menu. Um, so that was a little... Oh yeah, I forgot that it just kind of—it's over. Um, so there is—I uh, do own the second uh, game, Enhanced Edition. I'm going to play that as well, but I'm trying to decide the uh, Beam Dog, the same—the same people who who made the Enhanced Editions. They actually made their own Baldur's Gate game that fits between the two. Um, it's called uh, Siege of Dragon Spear. Mm-hmm. And um, I've heard it's actually really good, and that it's a good continuation. It actually picks up immediately as the first Baldur's Gate ends, and um, bridges the gap between the two games. 
Um, so I'm thinking about picking that up and playing through it before I play the uh, enhanced edition of two. So you beat the original Baldur's Gate? I did. Okay. What, what were you playing on PC? Uh, iPad. iPad. Okay. Yep. Um, I'll well. Uh, th- so you harp on me about beating The Witcher three. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna harp on you about playing Divinity Original Sin. I know the uh, I've got I, I've got that on my list, and I was playing it until I decided to buy the DLC for Odyssey. So I, I'm I'm playing I'm in Divinity One, not Divinity yeah. Two. So yeah, because um, Divinity Two is a way better game. Divinity One's still a solid. solid well, I just I have a real problem starting games in the middle of the series. So the thing is, like is I have the, to beat the first one first. Divin- the original Sin Two has almost do with the first game, I promise you. It happens a thousand years after the first game. So it has nothing to do with the first one? No, I mean, every once in a while you'll get a small mention of something that happened a thousand years ago, but it's like ancient history at this point. A thousand gotcha. years ago. A thousand yeah. years. So, well, I may, um, I'm already probably 15 hours or something like that. No, maybe not that long. Maybe 10 hours into, into Divinity 1. So I may still go ahead and finish that. I don't yeah, yeah, really yeah, have that, a whole that, lot on my um, horizon, um, and I'd like to play some of those games in anticipation of Baldur's Gate three because I know it's being made by the same guys as made Larian. Infinity. Yeah, man, they are so, so good at their craft. Yeah, uh, that's what I've so, heard, and so I, I'm did, excited. You did put in some time into Divinity Original Sin one. Yes. So what do you yeah. think? I like it a lot. I think it's uh, it's it feels like. If uh, so, I mentioned this on the podcast uh, when I first started playing it. Um, it definitely feels like an updated Baldur's Gate, which mm-hmm. gives me confidence in the um, remake or not the remake, the new one, Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, uh, it gives me a lot of confidence in their ability to pull that off. It actually also, though, um, reminds me of uh, Ultima, which is another series that I grew up loving. So. Um, I'm uh, I've, I've really been digging it so far. So if you're um, telling me that two is even better, then, two uh, two is basically the Assassin's Creed Odyssey <laughs> Divinity. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that, like that's Divinity Original Sin two is one of the best role playing games I've played in probably ten to fifteen years. All right, yeah, I'm gonna have to. That's my my next quest after I finish this Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC. Um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot coming out. Uh, over the next month or two that I'm actually really all that interested in other than Marvel Ultimate Ultimate Alliance and that'll be a game that I play with my son Um, so I'll I'm gonna that's my my next game to go back and finish is the first Divinity Um, what you got that on Xbox One? no PlayStation 4 PlayStation 4 okay yeah, it was. I bought it when it was on sale for like seven bucks or something like that. So, yeah, the original Sin Two can be played completely co-op online, and it is fantastic because we're playing it. Me and a few of my buddies are playing the four-player co-op. Like every once in a while, we'll jump in. Yep. Um, and man, the amount of cooperation, and or I should say, lack of cooperation. <laughs> Is some of the best like antics 
you can have in a game. Like you can straight up like like you're having like a conversation with like a big bad guy, and my buddy Allen's like, "No, I'm going to say this," and he pisses him off, and we're all trying to be you know diplomatic and stuff. That's the same way. So you can do that in the first divinity. Yeah. Between your two characters, they can you can make them argue. Yeah. And uh, I think it's hilarious that you can like you can purpose purposely make your characters argue back and forth. Yeah, it's so good. It is really, really good. So, I mean, if you know the the um, my my goal, have they, did they announce a release date for Baldur's Gate three? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think they did. Um, my goal before that comes out is to at least finish uh, playing back through Baldur's Gate two again. Uh, but the Divinity games are are also on my list because again, I. I don't have a whole lot of big RPGs this year, uh, other than maybe Outer Worlds. If I end up getting that, you get Game Pass. I do have Game Pass. Then you get it for free. Get what for free? The Outer Worlds. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, it's oh, day, wow. that's, it's that's day free one. on Game Pass. Yeah, it's day one launch in Game Pass. Day one. Really? I don't yes. remember hearing that. It's yep. not mm-hmm. an Xbox exclusive, is it? Yeah, but no. they own the company that makes it. They own uh, Obsidian. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, then I'll definitely get that. Yeah, me too. I am excited for that one. You know, yeah, you know for a fact too that uh, Psychonauts two will be day one in Game Pass as well. Well, yeah, and uh, I'm super excited for that. That's like, up, uh, I'm I'm over the moon for that one because I never expected to get it. So, Game Pass is. Very, uh, I mean, I never expected them to make it, so. Yeah, Game Pass is a uh, it's a pretty great fucking thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Game, like they are. It, 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 like I see a tons of fanboy that the fact that if if you're a Sony fanboy and you are not impressed by what G- Xbox is doing with Game Pass, then you are out of your mind. Yeah, I mean that is an amazing service. Yeah, one hundred percent it is, and they should be uh, Sony should be trying to do something to copy it. No, they're on top. They don't care. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't. Th- did you guys didn't listen to the show last week? Did you? No. no, there was a there was a news story out of the I think it was the Wall Street Journal about that about basically, I mean they they Sony don't care according to the article like they don't care about indies anymore they said we're going to focus on AAA developers we don't consider Nintendo competition um, it it was just that article was just full of PS3 era Sony conversation yeah. Let's see what happens. I so uh, without having a whole lot of detail on the next gen consoles yet, I will say that for me, and I'm probably only going to get one at launch. Um, the PlayStation is in the lead just because the, they've earned it from me this gen based on the exclusives that they've had. So um, we'll see what happens in the next year. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are in that boat because it's it's fairly similar to. What happened this gen? You know, where everybody had a 360, and they're right. like, "Well, I'm going to get an Xbox," and then nobody bought an Xbox, right? <laughs> because Microsoft shoved their foot straight up their mouth. Yep. Yeah. So Don Matrick, man. Yep. It's am- but, it's amazing uh, what you what you see with that because you, it takes you back to the the 599 E3 presentation of the PS3 when everybody was like, "You know what? Nah, I'm good." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so stupid, but yeah, no. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna own all all the consoles at one point or another. 
but I'm probably going to go with the Scorpio. Yeah, I just the um, I'm I have not been interested in Xbox exclusives at all this gen. Uh, I mean, I really haven't either. So it may you know it may be different next gen. We'll see what happens. But um, the the um, at this point, uh, well, especially right now, considering I'm pissed at my Xbox anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, uh, PlayStation's got my dollars at this time, but we'll see what happens in the next year. Yeah, but Drew, um, Drew's a funny case, though, because even when we joke with him about being a Sony fanboy, he hates all the Sony first-party games anyway. Yeah, that, that's the thing that, I'm gonna, that I was even going to bring up. Yeah. I have not played a, a Sony AAA exclusive this gen. Uh, I have not played Days Gone. I have not played Horizon. I have not played God of War. I have not played Spider-Man. I haven't played any of them. Drew. It, I don't know why. Like, I, I, Days Gone, number one. Um, hey, that's the top-selling game. Well, for I, it's, I haven't even played it, and I'm telling you not to play it. It's a good game, uh, but it is a slow fucking burn. It, I've watched some video on it because I almost bought it, and it just looked like a slog to me. Yeah, it, uh, the first like 20 but, hours of that game is very slow. But you just rattled off some of the best games of this generation. I'm, I'm I, sure I have, but God I just haven't. God of War is amazing. Spider-Man is amazing. Horizon is amazing. Um, I, I, I own three, I own two of those games. I have Horizon, I put about an hour into it. I have God of War, I put about two hours into it. I don't... Do you, you know who won the console war for me? Blizzard Overwatch. with Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, I don't know what happened, but when I played Overwatch, that's all I think about now. When I talk about video games, is like, you know, I really like to play Overwatch right now. You know what? I'm there with you. And I have experienced every single thing that you can possibly experience in Overwatch, yet every single day I boot that game up. Yeah. Blizzard is the masters of video games. They know how to get people invested and keep them playing. They are some of the best developers I've ever seen, ever. Yeah. Makes you wonder what Overwatch 2 actually is, right? I don't want Overwatch 2. What they're doing now works and is fine. I don't think it's actually another of that game. You don't, you think it's probably, oh, we're going to finally make the Titan MMO that they were thinking? <laughs> no, I think it's a single player experience. I am totally fine with that. We, we could, I would love to play an Overwatch single player game with a story. I think it's going to be separate from what we play. I am totally fine with that. But yeah, no, I, I, and I hate, I know people that listen to the show hate when I talk about Overwatch. But the fact of the matter is, I still play it three years later. I still play it more than any other game I own. The, the, it, it has become the most played game I've ever played in my life. Yep, mine too. I mean, like I, I don't I, like I don't say that lightly. You know, I've put I put over three hundred hours into Street Fighter Four. You know, I just I just broke fifteen hundred hours in Overwatch. Wow. I don't know why. What, what what have they done to make me love that game so much? I don't know, but I can't stop. I know. 
it's I, like I didn't I, I didn't play first person shooters. I stopped playing. Like, I stopped playing online games a long time ago. Yeah, I did too. And then Jay Jay was the reason why I bought Overwatch. Jay was like, Drew, I'm telling you, you need to play this game. I got into the beta, and me and Jay played a few matches, and I was still kind of lukewarm on it. And then I got my first play of the game, and that was when I was like, I get it now. I, I, I they have done, they have done just enough to make you like, I want to play one more. I want to keep going. I want to play one more, one more match. It's it so- is perfect. It's perfectly paced. It's perfectly balanced, with some exceptions. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, see, that's that right there tells you how much you're into it is because on the surface, if you just let people play that game, they're like, oh, wow, this is really balanced. Until, no, there's, until you learn the ins and outs of everything and you're like, oh. Yeah. I still think they need to nerf Reaper. They need to do something with Anna because, seriously, if you have a good team, you can run three tanks in a single heal with Anna. See, we're getting into that. We're getting into that deep because I was about to go. You know what they need to you know, they need to fix Brigida. Uh, Brigida, I don't think is that big of an issue anymore. She's a big issue if your other team has certain characters. She basically well, is a, she's she counters instant, a lot of characters. That's what I'm saying. If she's an instant win, if the other team has a tracer or again or something that she counters hard. Yeah. See this. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop I talking can, about Overwatch. I can make an entire podcast talking about Overwatch. Dude, I could make a weekly podcast talking about Overwatch. I could too. Why don't y'all do that? You know what the funniest thing about this game is? Is I didn't even buy it. I remember when the review codes came in, I gave it to Jay because he was super excited about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, I knew the guy at Blizzard, and he was like, I know you play Xbox. I'm gonna send you a code so I want you to check this game out. And I blame that man to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't play on launch, did you? Uh, I had it, and I played like a few matches, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's like a team fortress kind of team based game. Okay, I see. And then I started playing more, and I started playing more, and now I am 1,500 hours into this game. Three years playing. And I noticed that we, we you did that thing on Twitter, and I did it too. It has become one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite four games of all time. Yeah. Like, Overwatch is one of one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. There hasn't been a game added to that list in... God, it's been a long time. Since 1998 for me. Yeah, With Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that's probably... Because I think StarCraft was the same year, so those two games were the last time that I considered a game to take my top four spot and Overwatch released in 2016 is now on that list. (sighs) Anyway, Ryan, sorry to hijack your... I don't know, you're good. (laughs) Overwatch always comes up. You're good. Can't help it. Um, So, the only other thing I played is, so I um, Stardew Valley went on sale. Oh yeah, and uh, I've been uh, I've been hearing a lot of really good things about it. So I uh, I went ahead and picked that up on iPad as well. And uh, man, it's really good. Yeah, I like, want to play that. Really game. good. I do. Yeah, I, just can't. I saw a lot of people talking about that game this week. So must a lot of people must have jumped on that sale. Yeah, it was four ninety nine on iPad, and I think it was eleven ninety nine on the consoles. Uh, I know. Well, I probably also did it. 
yeah, I think Steam sale was eleven ninety nine as well. Um, if you're somebody who owns a Vita, um, I think it's cross buy on uh, PlayStation. So, um, but yeah, man, it's really good, and um, you know, it's it's your you know farming, you know, life sim Harvest Moon style kind of game. Um, but it's 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 really good, and um, you know, it's it's relatively simple and gets more complex. Um, the you know you take over your grandfather's farm and um, when you get there it's all overgrown and you got to spend a little bit of time every day cleaning it off and all that the the pacing is good like the day feels like it lasts about as long as you would hope it to um, you've got an energy bar that you have to manage um, so you can't you can't just go out and go crazy and chop down every tree on your uh, farm the first day because you'll run out of energy too fast. Um, and you can, you can, you know, eat or whatever to, to, to build it back up, but, um, it's really good and it's got apparently seasons and different crops only grow in different seasons and it's got a whole relationship slash marriage mechanic to it as well. Um, it's kind of like, um, uh, it's got some, some animal crossing to it, um, I guess is the best way for me to put it. So yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I'm really uh, really enjoying it so far. And I actually uh, went ahead and let my son download it on his iPad too, and he's having fun with it too. So all made by one person. Oh yeah, one person. That's insane. So I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that he is successful because it's that's really cool. So, uh, but that's um, that's really it. Other than that, um, I don't know that I have played anything else. I know that's a lot, but um, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. All right, um, I didn't play a lot this week. Um, I did check out the new patch for Crash Team Racing, uh, which adds some new stuff you can unlock. And I think the most interesting thing that they added to that game is something called the Nitro Bar. Uh, and what this is, is it's, think of it like an XP bar. So whenever you complete challenges within the game, it fills up this bar. And every tier that you reach, it unlocks new items. So like you might unlock a um, a cart, or a character, or a skin, or something like that. Uh, and the cool thing is, is those those items are also purchasable in the in the pit stop. Um, which you can use your Wumpa coins for. I'm throwing around a lot of weird terms here. That's about to say, man. You... <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the Wumpa coins you earn as uh, just playing the game. So, like when you play a race, you'll get some Wumpa coins. Um, you can't use real money to buy them because I know that's always going to be a question. So, um, but you can buy characters and skins and, and cart customization pieces in there as well. But it, it gives you a little bit more to play, like incentive to play the game because you're always working towards something. Like every race you finish, you get 5 XP for the, the Nitro Bar. Uh, and then you can look at all the challenges, which they have daily, weekly, and then the month challenges. And every one of those you complete, you get a little bit more to fill up that bar. Which It's a nice carrot on a stick. It made me go back and play some of the, the circuit modes and because uh, in the adventure mode, I'd finish just about everything. I just had to go back and clean up the the side races and stuff. So it was nice to to give me a reason to go back into that game. And, and they're supposedly doing a bunch of that content. So that's pretty cool. It's crazy that they're supporting that game as much as they are. Yeah, I mean, they're going to support the hell out of it. I mean, it did just come out, but the, this is already the first big expansion. So yeah. 
Um, I played Overwatch, played Mortal Kombat. That happens every week. Uh, so, <clears throat> I have to make a confession. I feel like I'm in a booth. Okay. I bought a card for Final Fantasy XIV and got back into that. I knew it. I knew it. I probably put 25 hours into that game this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that game is still really good. So all this Stormbringer stuff got you back in it, huh? Which is hilarious because I haven't even made it to the first. The first expansion happens at level 50. So is all these expansions free? No. So you own the expansions? I own one of them. I own Heaven's Ward. There's three. Now, did that come with a version that you got, or did you purchase that specifically? No, I, that's a separate purchase. Look at you. So, so you're playing ahead. You're playing ahead. You're ready for... you you got to hit level 50 so you can get to your new content you just bought. Yeah, I am almost through A Realm Reborn, which is the standard game. That ends at level 50. That's a level 50 quest. Uh, mm-hmm. I am at level 44 right now. Using your same character you had originally? Yes. Um, I just found Sid, because you know he's in every Final Fantasy game. Which Sid is it? Uh, the old man with the airship. Okay. So we're trying to get his airship up and running. That's where I'm at in the game. I just did the Stone Vigil Dungeon, which, by the way, if you play that game, it's a lot like Overwatch. You can to- like, People have been playing that game so much that you can totally get carried. I totally got carried through the Stone Vigil. And just like in Overwatch, you have to queue for so you have to queue for a dungeon, and there's three classes in that game. There's DPS, there's tank, and there's healer. Every dungeon requires two DPS, one healer, one tank. And what are you playing? I'm playing DPS. What was your character? I am a well, I'm archer. I just hit bard. You hit bard at like level forty. So I so can, the archer turns into a bard. Yeah, you can play any class you want. Like the classes aren't locked to your character. So if I want to switch to a lancer. All I have to do is go to the Lancer Guild and say, hey, I want to be a Lancer, and then I switch my weapons, and boom, I'm a level 1 Lancer. Um, You start at level 1, though. You do start at level 1 for that particular class. Um, You can also get side um, professions. So you can be be like a subclass. You can have a subclass. So you can do like a culinary. You can do um, uh, like metalworker, crafter, miner, things like that. Right. Uh, those are all separate jobs and separate quest lines. <laughs> uh, but to, to go back to the dungeon, you have to queue for the dungeon, and you have to wait till you have all four characters ready to go. We, I queued. DPS were locked immediately, two of them. Tank came in about 30 seconds later. Took six minutes to get the healer. <laughs> nobody wants to be healer in that game. Nobody wants to be healer. I'll tell you what, though. The guy that we got, nobody dropped through the whole dungeon. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> That's. I always type it in Overwatch chat because I play healer all the time. I say, don't forget to tip your healers. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody wants to play healer. No, they don't. Nobody, in anything. Nobody likes to play and healer. I, and I am a healer main. Except in Overwatch when somebody picks Moira and you go, she's not going to heal. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm going to throw purple everywhere. There's just going to be purple everywhere. And when you get to the end screen, it's like, Moira is the highest damage. Yep, highest damage, most kills, most uh, eliminations. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I'm, and I look at my teammates like, hey, soldier, what are you doing? Yeah, With really. Most, most damage. Yeah, really, right? If you play Hanzo or Soldier or Junkrat and you don't get best damage, 
and I do the job. Why is it that every Hanzo player thinks they're a good Hanzo player? I don't know. I just got my third golden weapon, Drew. You want to know who I got it for? Hanzo. I did. I play You're an idiot. I play a lot of Hanzo now, Drew. I've been thinking about what my third uh, golden weapon is going to be, and it's probably going to be Junk, uh, not Junkrat, uh, Roadhog. Uh, I have Junkrat, Lucio, and now Hanzo. I've got Lucio and Moira. Uh, my wife has like 10 or 15. Jesus. <laughs> She's got a lot of... She just got Brigida. That was her newest one. Has she has she surpassed you in time played? Yes, she is a higher rank than me. She's at like what am I? I am thirteen hundred and thirty seven, I think, and she's thirteen hundred and seventy two. So are you gold? Yeah, I'm gold. I'm gold oh, one man, star. I'm still silver. I'm gold one star. I'm silver three stars. Yeah. Yeah. See? We can make a we can make a show about this every week, Ryan. Every week. <laughs> Y'all go ahead. Let's play this stupid fucking... So, let me tell you why I played as much Final Fantasy as I did. This is the ongoing saga of a game called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. That game came out, and they sent me a review code, and I played the first day it came out that I got the code. I played it for six hours. Love that game. Then, their Twitter comes out and says, Hey, y'all, you need to stop for a minute, because there's a patch coming out that breaks the game if you played on day one. So basically they released a new patch that broke the chests in the game that would not allow you to progress. They said, we fixed it in 1.02. PC, PlayStation 4, and Switch, that patch is available. You have to restart your game. Then they said, on Xbox One, we think we might be able to fix it before we release the patch. We'll let you know. A week and a half goes by, they never said a damn word. That patch never dropped. So then they dropped the patch and said, oh, sorry, the one that went out, that's the same problem was on PS4 and uh, Switch and PC. You need to start over. So I said, okay, I'll go ahead and start over. I like this game a lot. This was on Tuesday. I'll go ahead and start the game over. I went out that night, took my kid to the Magic Castle, so I didn't play. Come back the next day, Wednesday, they're like, Oh, we fixed the Xbox problem. The patch is insert. It'll be available Friday or Saturday. I was like, okay, I'm not going to start over. I'll just wait and continue my six-hour save. Today is Sunday. That patch is still not here. I am one day away from two weeks since this game launched and this issue started. I have not been able to boot this game back up and play it. I feel like I'm being trolled. Yeah. I really want to play this game. It was I was in a funk. I was in that I don't want to play anything funk. I'm not getting into any games. Bloodstained pulled me out of that. I put six hours in it the first day I had it. I was in love. I was having a ball. And all I've done since then is wait for their Twitter to tell me I can play my game. And sure, I can start over again right now. But when I'm a day or two away from that, as soon as I hit restart and I put like two or three hours in it, I know that's when the patch will drop. So it's just it's just frustrating. It's so frustrating. So that's why I, I was I literally had both of my systems on and I would swap between inputs to check for the patch while I was playing Final Fantasy. Treat yourself. 
I played a lot of Final Fantasy True. <laughs> Jeez. I think I played all day. Was it either Thursday or Friday? Because I was off. I, I took an extra day off when I was off for the holiday. So I had a four-day weekend. Then uh, obviously I went to see the fireworks one night. I took my kid to uh, an arcade one night. Um, and then one day I went out with family and did dinner and stuff. But other than that, I, I've i pretty much been lost in uh, Final Fantasy. I don't have the time to do that. I, I You know, I normally don't have the time. And especially now, because a level in that game is probably going to take me two hours to grind. Because I'm so high level now. Mm-hmm. So it takes me a long time. And then I get sidetracked and I go do other stuff. Like, I literally opened up my hunting log one day and went and did, like, three levels of my hunting log. Instead of questing. What race are you? Oh, God, I forget what they're called. You the rabbit? No, God, that was that came after... Um, I think that was in the last expansion. And my character, I started before even Heavensward was out. So I I was a base. I forget what they're called. It's some weird name. Like, everything in that game is a weird fucking name. So. But there's a lot of Final Fantasy in it. A whole lot of Final Fantasy. But yeah. I'm, I bought a... I didn't... <gasps> Excuse me, I was building Rikus. up a sneeze. I was building up a sneeze there. I didn't resubscribe. I bought a time card. So, so like a month. Yeah, so I'm going to play until that card is empty, basically. Um, and then buy another card. We'll see. It depends. By, that, by the time you get there, you'll be in the, I'll be the expansion in, stuff. Yeah, I'll be in Heaven's Ward uh, definitely before this card runs out. But uh, it'll depend on what else is going on because. I think this is kind of a good way to play this game is to buy the time and then you know you kind of use it so you're not subscribed and then you don't play it for a month and you paid for nothing. So I know how much time I have because every time you log into the game it says here's how much time you have left. <laughs> so I will play until that is out and I will certainly get my time. I mean already you know let's say I bought a $15 month card. I've already put 25 hours in it in like less than a week. So, I already got my time. It's true. How much is a card? 15 bucks for a month. That's not bad. That's I mean it's a normal MMO subscription, 15 bucks a month. So, I'll play till the card's out and I'm hoping that by the time the you know the card is done, there will be plenty to play cuz there is quite a bit of stuff coming out and things like that. So, so when you did that dungeon with those people, were you chatting with them? No. There's a chat window, but I didn't. I don't put my headset on on PS4 anyway, so. Hmm. I just I just loaded up and queued up. Every, the, thing, the, the funniest thing about this game is, like, you're used to playing Overwatch, everybody's toxic. Everybody in Final Fantasy is super fucking nice. Well, not everybody's toxic. There's a... You, you, I'd say out of three games that I play, you're probably going to have one game with one guy being... Toxic about sure, something. Sure, sure, but I mean, it's the toxicity level is high. Yeah. In Final Fantasy, it's not like I was doing a quest and I was fighting a really hard enemy, and when people walk by you, you know, they can see it. They don't have to interact with it. But a lot of times, people walk by, they'll just heal me, they'll buff me. Yeah. 
I mean, it just everybody's just super like I get invites to join free companies, which are basically like guilds in that game. Um, do, you get people offering to help you find things, to help you do things, and it's it's, it's a very pleasant community. <laughs> so, what's a healer class in that game? What do you mean, white white mage? Yeah, I think so. I think that's I think it is the white mage. There's more than one. Yeah, I was about to say, there's got to be more than one, right? Yeah, there's tons of classes. Like, I'm a ranged DPS. I'm an archer. There are um, close-up DPS, and uh, there's several classes of tank. So. But no, that's it. Alright, so that's, I mean, that's really about it for me. Okay. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's uh, it's a week after the holiday, so it's kind of light. Uh, we do have a new VR game for PS4 coming out this week. It's the Pen and Teller VR. The the name of this game is so long it's cut off on my sheet. Okay. It's Pen and Teller VR. Frankly, unfair, unkind, unnecessary, and dot dot dot. So I don't know what the rest of it is. Uh, Soul Seraph is out this week, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically a new act raiser. Okay. I've been playing it. I can't talk oh. about it. <laughs> okay. So, what, what did you say, Ken? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, it's it's a uh, Soul Seraph. It's basically a new act raiser. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's being made by uh, what's the name of that uh, Ace Team. You've probably what? heard of or seen one of their games before. Like uh, Xenoclash. Okay. Yeah, Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. Abyss Odyssey. That's a weird one. They're all weird. If you've ever seen Xeno Clash, woof. Yeah, reviewed Xeno Clash too. Probably. With the the Earth Mother or whatever they call. Yeah, <laughs> that weird shit. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two. That's actually a pretty big one. Yeah, uh, Anthony's been playing that. I know a lot of people are excited for that game. Lethal League Blaze. That's a great game. That's out this week. Uh, Red Faction. The first Red Faction? Mm-hmm. They're doing a physical version of the PS2 to PS4. What do you, what do you call those? PS2 and PS4 games? You know, like Sony did like five of those until they were like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, they, they kind of did. You remember when they were doing, like, one or two a month, and now, I mean, there hasn't been one in, like, a year? So, but yeah, they're doing a physical version of that. I think it's limited run. Uh, Redeemer Enhanced Edition. Redeemer. So, I got I get this one confused with Ruiner, that uh, top-down um, cyberpunk game from Devolver. Yeah, okay. But this one is like a melee game where you're some big angry dude that looks like he belongs in Asura's Wrath punching people. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, we've got Doling's Invasion. Okay. Grass Cutter Mutated Lawns. Okay. I'm interested. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe go look at a screenshot. Maybe not so much. Okay. Uh, Agalos, 
which I am interested in this. This is out on Switch and PC already, I think. It's like a uh, retro 16-bit side-scrolling um, like action game. Looks kind of neat. And then Streets of Rogue, which is exactly what it sounds like, I believe. It's a Streets of Rage knockoff? Except it's a roguelike. Roguelike. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I'll tell you something that looks really good is the River City Girls. Yeah, well, that's way forward. Up. Of course it looks yeah. good. Well, WayForward has made a few things that weren't great. They have, but most of the time, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. It's true. It's also being published by ARC, which is kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, Alright, switch time. Uh, it's actually a decent a decent size. I'm not going to say all these games are decent, but... We've got Hyperlight Ultimate... Drew's next review, Sinran Kagura Peach Ball. Thank God I don't own a Switch. <laughs> uh, Umihara Kawase Fresh. Sure. Uh, Blazing Chrome, which is that Contra game. Mm-hmm. I've been playing that as well. I can't talk about it yet. Dead in Vinland, True Viking Edition. That's an Anthony yeah, jam. Anthony loves that game. Yeah. Doodle God, Crime City, Eagle Island, Metalloid Origin, <sighs> okay, uh, Nelly Kudalot, The Foul Fleet, alright, Professor Lupo and His Horrible Pets, Saivariar Delta, I've said that before. I still don't know what it is. Skulls of the Shogun, Bonafide Edition. Nah. Ah, see what they did there? Tiny Metal, Full Metal Rumble. Vector Wars. Way Out. Not a way out, it's just way out. Dragon Quest Builders 2, which we talked about. God Eater 3 makes its way to Switch this week. Uh, and Super Mutant Alien Assault. So, there you go. Unless you want to know what's coming out on PC this week. It's just a bunch of hentai games. Hey, Metatron is coming out on PC this week, so Curtis Armstrong. Metatron! Metatron. Different, that, that's Megatron. <laughs> Come on now. We're talking about... Metatron. That was the joke. We're talking about Booger from the Rings of the Nerds. Yeah. Or from Supernatural. But that's why Curtis Armstrong. Yeah. He's Metatron. So is uh, Ascension of the Metron, which was El Shaddai. Oh yeah, the game about Noah's son. Yes. Um, that game is weird as fuck. Enoch. Satan has a cell phone. And blue jeans. And wears blue jeans. <laughs> Satan has a cell phone is absolute rock band. What, you broke up, what'd you say? You broke up. I said... Satan Has a Cell Phone is absolutely the name of an indie rock band's album. Probably. Yeah. Man, it's... El, El Shaddai was a fantastic game. <laughs> the music in that game was so good. Yes, it was. The weird, like, platforming levels at the end. Man, that game... Oh! I, I kind of want to play it again, but I kind of want to leave it where it is in my mind. 
I'm it's a, still good. I'm afraid if I played it again, I would get frustrated with it or something. El Shaddai was insane. Yeah. It was like a weird recreation of the the Book of Enoch, where he's sent to Earth to kill these rogue angels who created Nephilim. It's crazy. That game was so cool. Who who it's made that so, game? I dude, I don't even know. It was a company I'd never heard of. Oh. And the thing is, they made a game that is a continuation of the story of that, but it's like a weird point and click adventure game. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, but uh, yeah, that game is insane. Like it's developed. That's Ignition Entertainment, who's listed as a developer. And what have they done since? I mean, everything. Ignition Entertainment's huge. Well, they did everything up through 2012 when they closed. They did King of Fighters 12? Yeah. Archives, Fantasia, Braid, Blacklight Tango Down. These look like ports. Blue Dragon Plus for the DS. Yeah, it looks like they do a lot of ports. Who developed the original? It's It can't be Ignition Entertainment, right? They were a publisher. Something's not right about that. I don't know. Well, anybody out there who's never played El Shaddai... You should play it. Ascension of the Metatron. It's good. Also, El Shaddai is translated to God Almighty. Alright. Let's do some news. It's a slow week. Uh, There was TennoCon this weekend. You know what that is, right? No. Warframe. Oh. It has its own con every year. Okie dokie. They announced a new ship combat uh, expansion as well as a new open world area. Actually, there's two new expansions. There's Wukong, the arrival of Wukong Prime. <laughs> I can't keep up with Warframe. I'm sorry. That game is still kicking though, man. People play the crap out of it. It's like the most quiet, successful game ever. Like, you never hear people talk about it, but it has like millions of players. And it's on absolutely everything. And they finally put it on Switch. Of course, everything's coming to Switch. You know DC Universe is coming to Switch? Sure. Uh, they also announced the Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Complete Edition will contain both games due later this year uh, for the Switch and Steam it looks like uh-huh. uh, there was an anime convention this weekend so that's where a lot of this news is coming from but there's One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 Okay. Uh, it's finally coming to Xbox for the first time but it's also on everything else as well those are solid Warriors games yeah. Omega Force man still kicking I would say I would go as far as to say that the One Piece Pirate Warriors games are better than Dynasty Warriors. Oh, snap. I know Hyrule Warriors was. Mm-hmm. I don't even know anything about One Piece, and I was enjoying it more than the Warriors games. One Piece is probably the thing I enjoy the most that I know the little about, the smallest about. Yeah. Like, those characters are neat, but I've never seen an episode of that show. I haven't either. Uh, okay, so can... Do either of you guys know what this is? I... I Everybody's making one. It's kind of like the Battle Royale boom again. But apparently Tencent is announcing their auto chess game, Chess Rush. 
What is I don't auto- even know what auto chess is. It's a hu- like it's boomed, man. Like some dude made it in Dota. Yeah, and then, I've played auto chess. I actually played it while I was at the beach. But then, um, what was the it? So, so the guy made it, and it wasn't official. Then, um, Valve released their own official one called Dota Chess or something. And then, um, who's the people that riot that do League of Legends release theirs? And now Tencent is releasing theirs. And this has all been within the last, what, like two months? So what how, What exactly is auto chess? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. So auto chess that I played on mobile um, is basically you get a pool of characters. Some are assassins, some are warriors, some are, you know, they have classes. And you, each round, you can pick from that pool of characters to put on the board. You don't control them. They do their own thing. Um, so it's basically randomized um, battles against other players as well as AI like creeps. Um, so think of it as kind of like a, a, a hands-off approach to a, um, a MOBA kind of. So it, the strategy is in what items you equip your characters, and you can also combine characters. So if you have two of the same kind, you can combine them to make a more stronger character. Uh, and then the placement of the characters plays a big role in it too. I, I still I don't pl- think I understand what you just said. <laughs> I played probably about six matches of it and said, eh, not for me. And leave it. It's a boom, though. Like you, like everybody's making one. Everybody's talking about them, and I have no freaking. Even after you explained it to me, I still have no freaking idea why I would want to yeah, play this. Yeah, it, it still doesn't really like the the, me. the characters fight against each other. You don't control them or anything like that. So it's like a card game, but you're just picking characters. Kinda, yeah. Man, there's some weird shit that gets big. Oh, auto chess, like that one I downloaded on, on my phone. Like that's like one of the number one games right now. I yeah, think that's the thing that really made it, made it boom. Yeah, it's huge. Like I hear people talking about it all the time and I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Then again, I hear people talking about League of Legends and Dota and I've never even played one of those games. I used to play Heroes of the Storm all the time. I played Heroes of the Storm and I was like, eh, it's fine. It's not something I'd play regularly. I it's like know. a competitive Diablo. That's called an yeah. RTS. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's such a weird thing to me. I don't know. But then again, you know, I, I I talk about RTSs like I'm a master of them. But let's be frank. The only one I ever really loved was StarCraft. I'm not even talking about the sequel. I'm talking about the OG. OG StarCraft. That's where it's at. Uh, as Drew mentioned earlier, the River City Girls are taking to the streets in September. Uh, Devolver announced on 4th of July that Metal Wolf Chaos Remastered is finally getting its Western release in August. Everybody thought they were going to shadow drop it on July 4th, because you know what the premise of that game is, right? No. You're the President of the United States in a mech suit killing people. Okay. It is a From Software game. Really? Yeah, it's from PS2 days, I believe. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, it was back when they were making weird shit besides Dark Souls. 
CD Projekt Red is not working on multiple cyberpunk games, uh, contrary to the report that they were. So, yeah, let's, let's get, get this, this first game out first. Yeah, I was going to say, let's just get the one out for now. <laughs> Uh, Hasbro has unveiled uh, some new Overwatch Ultimates action figures. McCree, Junkrat, and Zarya are joining this popular action figure line. There's a lot of toys. Did you see the new Lego sets for Overwatch? No. There is a Roadhog on a motorcycle with Junkrat in the sidecar. Okay. That's pretty cool. Oh, God, what was the other one? Oh, Hammond. In his uh, wrecking ball. Those things are expensive, but they're pretty cool. Fun fact. My wife's favorite character in Overwatch is Winston. (laughs) Because he likes peanut butter? No, because she watched all the animated shorts, and she loved Winston's character. Oh, he's a good character. Alright, let's talk about this Shinmu thing. So, Shinmu 3... Has been delayed. We know that. Uh, they've also announced it as Epic uh, Game Store exclusivity. People were mad. Yes. Because they were promised Steam keys, and now the Steam version is not coming out for a year after it launches on the Epic Game Store. Initially, uh, Ease. I think it's Ease. Whatever the name of the company that's making the game, I can't remember. Um, said that there would not be any refunds. But now, Epic has agreed to pay out those refunds out of Tim Sweeney's own pocket. Wow. So, he is offering to pay all the refunds and not charge the developer so that they don't lose any money. Um, And people are still pissed. (laughs) They're getting their refunds. And, I mean, correct me if I'm just... Who fucking cares where you download it? Apparently a lot of people do. But I mean, it's not like it's on a different machine. I I don't know. I think it's the fact that I, I get the I get the deviousness of saying it's going to be on Steam and then it's not. I get that. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think it's the fact that people really don't like the Epic Game Store because of the fact that Epic Game Store is trying to grab exclusivity for certain games. But didn't and it's what doesn't Steam do the same thing? I don't know. I'm sure they pay people to keep games on their service. I would say a lot of the games that's on Steam that's not made by Valve are on other services. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're not. I, I really don't know. I guess uh, this is another piece of this that I don't understand is that the people who are pissed about this, you backed Shinmu because you wanted that game to continue, right? You wanted them to make another Shenmue. That was the whole purpose of funding it, right? Are you really going to let the pettiness of a separate installer... You're going to take your $60 back of a game you thought you'd never play? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just fucking entitled and petty. I get being upset. I do. <laughs> but all you got to do is click download the Epic installer and download the game. <laughs> but you, Where's your Messiah now, Mo? I just, I never thought I'd see the day where I'm defending Shenmue. Fuck it, but you know, you guys wanted this game so bad. Is it really that much of a hassle to download to click download on something else? 
if I had to download another app, but it meant I got to my remake of Conker's Bad Fur Day for the Xbox One, I'd download another app. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I, I, but I'm also not the guy that boycotts games because I don't like who made them. I just work under the assumption that everybody in the world, somebody works there who's a big giant piece of shit. And yeah, it sucks I give them money, but if I didn't, I'd never enjoy any form of entertainment. No, that's true. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, there's some racist piece of shit working everywhere in the world. At least one, right? There's always one. So, I, I don't know. I just I just find this whole story just ridiculous. You guys begged for 20 years to get Shenmue, and now you're not going to play it because you got to click another button to download something. I mean, fuck off on that. I mean, that is the epitome of entitlement. I'm sorry. Well, you're not wrong, but, you know. <laughs> I'm the guy that spent three days downloading one song on Napster. I didn't grow up with entitlement, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're just old. That, that too, Drew. Get off my lawn. I would, I would say that the fact that you downloaded a song for free off of Napster means you did grow up with entitlement. That's true, because you used to have to... No, I also had to do the radio thing, where you had to wait for the radio to play it, and then record yeah, it. and then I, put it, record it on a cassette tape. Yeah, I used to do that. Like, I would listen to, what was it, the, and this, again, means nothing to nobody outside of us, but Z93's Top 8 at 8. Oh, yeah. Every night I would wait to hear Green Jelly's Three Little Pigs so I could record it on my tape player. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. And the uh, the DJ always talks over the last like five minutes, yes. five seconds. Of the show. Yeah. Yes, and it wasn't even the full version of the song because the radio version's only like three minutes, whereas the album version's like five and a half. And he's talking when the song starts too. He's like, "Here's another number one and still gets green jelly with three And then the song starts. You're like, "God damn it! You cut out the beginning." <clears throat> Did Casey Kasem do this? <laughs> No. Casey Kasem did the top 40. No, but every radio guy wants to have the same. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. Casey Kasem voiced Cliffjumper in the Transformers. Did you know that? He also, no. Didn't he do the voice of Shaggy in one of the he original Scooby Doo's? Yep. He yep. was Shaggy for years, dude. Yeah. Gee, Scoob. Zoinks. Oh, man. Uh, Layton's Mystery Journal Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy is coming to the Switch in November. Okay. There you go. Uh, they added a new mode to Rainbow Six Siege this week. It's called Showdown. It only runs for two weeks. Um, but you're playing two sides of the law. In an the old, law. In an old west-themed map. Why would you do a, an event that only lasts that long? I hate that. People do that all the time. Remember the Predator in Ghost Recon? Yeah, but uh, that's the thing. is like, you know... You spent all this time developing this, and now you're just going to run it for two weeks? Yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know. A lot of games do that, though. Look at Overwatch. Overwatch creates skins. It's only run for three weeks. That's true. But, you know, there's other times that you can get those skins. And I'm sure that this stuff will come back around in Siege. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm they sure just it will. did the, what, the zombie one? Like a couple months ago? I don't know. Uh, like everything else Cuphead related, its latest DLC has been delayed into 2020. That, that game's got to be hard to make, because if you remember the original, it took forever. 
Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, at this point, why don't they start making Cuphead 2? I mean, they're probably starting on, or whatever their next game is, but, I mean, they already agreed to make this DLC like a year and a half ago, so they kind of have to. Um, Spider-Man got two new suits this week from the new yep. uh, Far From Home movie. He sure did. So you can go download that patch for free and change into your new suit. That game is still so good. It was a good game. This one I don't own. My son not, is playing I'm the DLC it. right now. So, I've got a, one more piece of DLC to go. That was a good game. Uh, and I think we talked about this last week, but again, PlayStation Plus changed its game last minute. Yeah. Yep. Which was good, because I would much rather have Detroit than Pro Evo Soccer, even though I've already beat Detroit. I never did go back and do the branching paths. So Is Detroit worth playing? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. It's Detroit good. is uh, David Cage's best game. Yeah. Well, it's, that's not saying much for me, because I haven't been a fan of really any of his games. So, As long as you take it knowing that it's a David Cage game and that it's going to have some really bad takes on what it's trying to say, it's still an interesting game. Yeah, that's that's definitely one that is worth it. Not to mention it's absolutely fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful looking game. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for the news. Alright, do you want, you want me to read this email? Yeah, I do it. You want, okay. I warned you before I read it. I know. I just want you to say. Hey, yo, it's Eeyore Cara. Boys, I want to share this with you. Ten years ago, I wrote a review and left a rating for the podcast's Australian iTunes store. You can look this up, but this is what I wrote. Five stars, best radio ever. Hi, everyone. I want to say that N4 Radio is by far the best weekly gaming-related podcast. The crew of the show are fantastic and funny. Truly the best you can get. That was ten years ago. Shame I cannot say the same today. Ooh. Nah, jokes. I still feel the same. Old and new crew, you are all great. And I've never missed an episode. For me personally, looking back on these ten years, a lot has happened to me. The good, finding the perfect girl, getting married, and also having a kid. The bad things I can't talk about. But N4G, you boys, all of you, have been a part of it. And what would be weird for you to hear, but listening to your voices have become friends that I don't have. Your shows and your time talking games and bits of life there and here have got me through some of the worst times in my life. This I thank you for. Anyhow, let's get into it. You are all on my game show. It's called Hey Yo. You have, okay. to, pick, you have to pick a box. There are four to choose from. Everybody chooses one. One, two, three, or four. Okay, everyone choose. If you decide not to choose one, the entire world dies. Okay, choose boxes. The prizes are below. Uh, okay, I'll choose box four, I guess. Okay. Drew? Number two. Number two. All right, Ryan, box four. If you chose box number four, you must choose a crew member of the show to be your partner. You must meet up and perform the circle of life together, record it, and put it on next week's show. Also, Lord. give the listeners a teaser preview of what that might sound like right now. Uh, so, I guess I'm going to choose Gamma's Con, just because I feel like at least it would be marketable. <laughs> Alright, Drew, you pick number two. Mm-hmm. This one's not a stretch for you. If you chose number two, you are banned from next week's N4G radio show. Enjoy. Well, how are you going? 
Actually, yeah, I won't be on next week's show. <laughs> See? Oh, sorry, it came true. The game show works. Sorry, Ryan. Yep. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I you, guess... You, Drew definitely got off light. I mean, yeah. I guess if, if it's with Gambus Con, it's not all bad, right? Mm-mm. It's true. And if, as far as a snippet for preview, what it sounds like, it's going to start off with greetings programs. <laughs> Let me take off my pants. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Ooh. <laughs> I need to put a warning on this show. Oh, yeah. And, and then a warning on my life now. And then it ends with... <laughs> and that's, it. That's, his, that's his ending. Yep. Uh, I feel bad for his wife. <laughs> that's mean. Oh, no, he knows I play with him. I don't even think he listens to the show anymore. I can't remember. Last time I talked to him, he was like, I need to catch up. <laughs> Now he needs to be on the show again. I know. Yeah. I know. I miss I miss him. He made the show, man. No there's there, there will never be episodes. Yeah, there will never be episodes better than the ones here that he is on. I apologize to everybody listening to the show, but once you once True. you hit once you hit peak Gambus Con, you can't go back. Mm-mm. True. Alright, so do you want to know what boxes one and three were? Just if you're curious. Sure. sure. Box number one. If you chose box number one, you must lay down on your back. For an entire 30 minutes, an ass will sit on your face. P.S. It's a fat, sweaty man's ass. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Alright, box number... <laughs> Gotta be honest, that seems awful close to box four. It Kinda, yeah, kinda. If you chose box number three, you chose the top prize. You get a prize of unlimited booby sucking. Enjoy. Oh, God. Hey, I, t- I warned you before I read it. You did. You did. <sighs> Goodness. All right, so Drew, you're back. We got an email, uh, looks like about a week, two weeks ago, from Antonio. Okay. It says, afternoon, bitches. Drew, oh, I've never played Division 1, but decided to hop into Division 2's free weekend, and I'm absolutely in love with it. It is a bit more meticulous, considering I'm playing solo, but I feel like I could really reach the end game on my own. On another note, on another... On another note, despite having an Xbox One X, I will be buying all third-party games for my PS4 Slim in 2020 because I plan on buying a PS5 at launch and the Scarlet around spring 2021. P.S. None of you are breathtaking. Man. True story. That hurts. Keanu said I was breathtaking. What does this have to do with me? I don't know. Your name was mentioned. It said, Afternoon Bitches, Afternoon Drew. Oh, (laughs) I'm not a bitch. You're not a bitch. Good. Yeah, well. My little raisin bitch. I, but, <laughs> I really want to. Papa get was a Rolling Stone. Back <laughs> I need to play Division 2. I never did make it to Endgame. I made it to the theater to see Endgame, but I never made it to Endgame. I, I, I never seen Endgame. It's, it's another game you ain't got time for. <laughs> yeah. True story. <laughs> It's a solid game, though. Maybe it is. It's a great game. I just don't have time for any of this shit. Uh, also, there was a tweet last week that I was so sad you weren't here for, Ryan, so I'm going to read it again. Mookie sit- tweeted in and said, was watching Evangeline last week and remembered about how <laughs> Ken and Ryan sound as the as a sad Evangeline. Wow. Tithe, 10%. Take care of the poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss the Evangelion. 
The Avenger Lion, man. <laughs> Give and ye shall be given. <laughs> Oh, man. I guess that show went up on Netflix, which is what spawned that tweet. Yeah, it was. You should put the Evangelion on Netflix. They really should. I was When this tweet came in last week, I was like, you know, back when we were more, what's the word I'm looking for, like determined to do cool things, we actually wanted to do an animated short of the Evangelion. Yeah. But we don't know any animators, and we suck at everything else, so it never <laughs> Yeah, and then we lost that. <laughs> I have a long time ago. Uh, long, long time ago. Blue Apple Blue wants to know, what did you do on the 4th of July? Well, Drew, did we were recording when we talked about that? I don't remember if we were recording when we talked about that or not. I saw fireworks with my son and my wife. I saw fireworks as well. Also with my son and my wife, not his son and his I guess that's the way it sounded when I said it, but if my son has yeah. a wife, I've got bigger problems. I I worked, went home, watched some TV with my wife, and then went to bed early. That's depressing. <laughs> Welcome to the working man's world. Oh, the working man. You act like we're not Getty Lee. Blue collar. <laughs> I mean, I guess you are getting me. Is that what you're asking? I was going to wait for Drew to be like, I get up 7 a.m. and I go to work at 9. Got no time for living. Yes, I'm working all the time. I don't know anything about Rush, so I'm assuming that's a Rush song. Yeah, it's called Working Man. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Working Man. I believe you. I am a... uh, Is it... I don't know the lyrics to Tom Sawyer. Oh, God. He's a modern-day warrior. That's the yeah. only thing I know. Today's yeah. Tom Sawyer, <laughs> mean, mean guy. Bow, 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 bow. That's the only part you need to remember. Bow, yeah. bow, bow, bow. Bow, Tom Sawyer's a good song. I like Rush. Although, uh, you know, there are certain things that stick in your head, and you never forget them. And there's a Ryan moment we, where we were playing rock band. And you were making fun of me because I like Rush. So we played we played The Trees. Oh, God, that song. And Ryan's just staring at me the whole time going, What the fuck is this lyrics? I still don't get it to this day. It's such yeah. a stupid song. It is stupid. And Rush, let's be honest here. Rush is a good band, but man, a lot of their songs were like these weird, stupid jam out sessions that were just like... I really wish the song would end. It's like, the maples are upset because they don't have any shade. It's like, I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to convince me why I shouldn't make fun of you for listening to Rush, this is the wrong way to do it. It was the only song in that version of Rock Band. I can't help it. They didn't have Tom Sawyer. It's the licensing, Drew. You know how that shit works. Uh, maybe Limelight. Standing in the limelight. So I do know that song. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> who knew this was going to turn I'm going to get some hate mail now, by the way, from people who love Rush. Oh, there's Probably a ton of rabid fans of Rush. I mean, I love Rush. It's, it's, it's a great band. I'm not going to tell you that The Trees is a song you should, you should take seriously, because it's not. 
Gambus Khan's a big Rush guy, right? Yeah, he loves Rush. But, I mean, that doesn't really speak highly of how great the band is. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just being all honest with you. He likes some weird shit. <laughs> I mean, he turned me into he turned me on to Dragon Force. I mean, that's... I got Dragon Force and Dream Theater. Yeah, Dream Theater's a weird band, too. And, of course, you know he likes baby metal. I mean... So do you. Uh, damn right I do. <clears throat> but I ain't gonna sit here and tell you... I don't tell you know what that is. Dude... Okay. Don't don't get him and Dave started. I listen to that crap all the time. Uh, it, you don't have to be into this, and you probably you you certainly won't like the music, Ryan. But you at least need to research it and see what it is, because you'll just look at it and go, "What the fuck?" Because it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like Japanese pop girls singing over death metal. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What's their song? Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Yep. Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Well, speaking of, they got a new album coming out in October. I'll have to listen to that. That's good. Of course, you know, <laughs> Ryan makes fun of me for liking Coheed. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> Sniper does have a good eye. Goodbye, Sniper. I should. You Sniper. Why, why do you like all those really high pitch sounding singers? <laughs> yeah, well, you got a problem with it? You like Rush? I don't mind Rush. Sound like you're at a party trying to sound cool. I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind Rush. <laughs> no, I, I have a wine glass where I fired into it. And... <laughs> I wouldn't say I like it. I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoy listening to it, but I won't turn it off Does it come on the radio. Yeah. I find it intellectually stimulating, but getting me is, I don't know that like is the right word. <laughs> Does anyone really enjoy music? I... <laughs> the oaks are too oppressive. <laughs> the oaks are too oppressive. Like really? Oh my uh. god! Chad tweets at us and says, "Have any of you?" Watch the Master of Disguise featuring a younger Dana Carvey more than seven yes. times. Uh, I have not watched it more than ten times, but I have uh, watched it, and I actually made my son watch the turtle part. Oh God! And uh, so now, anytime we talk about turtles or the the word turtle gets brought up, he goes, "Am I too tur- am I not turtly enough for your turtle club?" <laughs> You say you say turtle. I think Mitch McConnell, but I think I'm interested in a different. Boat. Oh yeah, no, I think about him too. <laughs> so that is a reference to me, where I have seen The Master of Disguise way too many times. Oh, so you're really? like its biggest fan? No, I said it on Phoenix Down one time, where we were talking about bad games. I said, you know, we we're talking about bad movies, and I've seen The Master of Disguise like at least probably ten times. Wow. So you do the, like it. That's a lot. The reason why is because it's like it's like a train wreck and a fever dream combined together. <laughs> and I just for some reason can't look away. I watched it um originally because I'm a big fan of Dana Carvey. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's not a good movie. But no. there are parts of it that are kinda of funny. I miss yeah. I miss like peak mid nineties Dana Carvey. I mean Chapa I miss Dana Carvey show, Dana Carvey. Yeah. 
the church lady on Saturday Night Live was one of my favorites. Does I mean, he do much of anything anymore? He just did a stand-up for Netflix, what was it, like two years ago? I think he does some voice acting, but... He was on Stern recently and talking about um, Wayne's World. Mm. About how they should was, make another one. Yeah, well, the, that was... He walked out of that movie in, initially. Really? It's a really interesting interview. He talks about how he came up with um, parts of that movie that he never got credit for. Uh, and addresses like the fights that he had with Mike Myers. He said they're they're, they're still friends or whatever, but like he talks about a lot of that stuff. Hmm. Very interesting interview with him. Oh, I bet okay. it wasn't too hard to get him on board for the sequel after the first one did as well as it did. Oh sure, sure. Uh, Chaz has just finished replaying The Witcher Three for a third time. Still a third. Drew can't even finish it once. I can't. I'm, I am almost done with the novel series. Speaking of which, did everybody see the stills from the Netflix? I am highly excited for that show. It looks good, man. They yeah. they did a good job. I'm um, I'm uh, I don't know. There's a couple other casting decisions that I'm not huge on, but I think um, that uh, um, what's his name, Superman, Henry Cavill, uh, yeah, will do a great job. Everybody, the only thing you saw in the comments was, why does he only have one sword? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be great, though. I think so, too. I think it'll be excellent. As far as The Witcher goes, me and a, a co-worker of mine, a co-worker, I told him, hey, you should play The Witcher 3, and he played The Witcher 3 and became completely obsessed with it. Uh, completed all the DLCs, I think. Or No, he hasn't completed all the DLCs, but he beat the game. And he didn't know how to pronounce Skellige. Oh, okay. So he tur- so he now refers to Skellige as Skrillex. <laughs> and works. so Matt, he's, every once in a while he'll come up to me at work and be like, so you still need to go to Skrillex? I'm like, yeah, I still haven't played it. When you say yeah. the word Skrillex, all I hear is like some fucking industrial dubstep. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I hear like a, like a like, well like a grinding of like that's what I hear in my head when you say his name. All right, Chad tweets in and says, "Can you all think of a game or games you previously played and just couldn't get into or outright disliked, only to replay it years later and end up loving it?" I think my mood and interest at specific moments in time tend to have a huge influence on whether I like a game. I can tell you a huge one that two people on this uh, podcast will be very upset about, and that was Metal Gear Solid. The first Metal Gear Solid? Yep. I actually played a couple hours and took it back to the store. (laughs) A lot of people probably thought it was too hard. I just couldn't, I could not for some reason get into it, and then I saw that something else came out, I don't even remember what it was now, something else came out that I was interested in. And I said, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I'd maybe I'd like to play that better right now." And uh, to get back, and then ended up going back and playing it again because I was super hyped for it, and I think I had hyped myself up too much for it. Uh, and because I played the demo like a hundred times, and uh, yeah, then I, I finally went back and bought it. Not too long after, it wasn't years after; it was probably months after. I'm just I'm sitting here trying to think and like I go I reverse mind. I go reverse a lot where I play a game and I thought I loved it and then I go back and play it it's terrible. No, I've got that too. But um, the one that I 
originally played and hated and was so disappointed in and then finally went back and played it for Phoenix Down, Alpha Protocol. Hmm. Alpha Protocol is a fantastic game. It's rough around the edges, but man, Obsidian, they know how to make like a branching story RPG. Like, seriously, the, the amount of different ways that game can be played, I don't think a game's done it yet. Actually, I do have one. It's, it's, it's like Ryan's, it's not gonna make people happy. I didn't like Symphony of the Night the first time I played it. Ooh. It wasn't Castlevania. Yeah, that's true. true. It is different. And I remember playing it, and I'm like, what the hell is all this other shit? Why am I getting different weapons? Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm getting different weapons, I'm leveling, like, I was like, this is back when I really hated RPGs. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> I don't want to collect, I don't want to change my gear. This is stupid. And then, you know, a couple years later, I played it again, I'm like, Holy shit, this is one of the best games ever made. Ever made. <laughs> I was the stupid one. Yeah. So I was just the moron who was mad because things changed. You're playing it wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like too human, you, you're playing it yeah. wrong. Yeah, you're playing it wrong. <laughs> See, that, I could have said that one, but I actually enjoyed playing it initially. I just enjoyed it more when I realized that there was a tutorial hidden in the menus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. Uh, Alright, what's worse? Watching the Master of Disguise more than once or kissing your sister more than... Ah, oh, Anthony's not here. Uh, <coughs> I would still say the kissing your sister one. Yeah. yeah the Master of Disguise would... isn't that bad. Yeah, I can watch that. I was about to say, I've seen it more than ten times, so I... Yeah, I survived. <laughs> uh, Mark... Tweets in. He's the only other person in this boat with me on the Xbox One version of Bloodstained. He says he's still holding out on playing Bloodstained. Yeah, so hopefully, what I told you earlier, maybe we'll get to play it this week. That'd be cool, right? He says, also with HDR on it, it looks washed out on X. So much better with it disabled. Is it the same for you, Ken? Yes. Uh, Japanese developers are very terrible a lot of times at implementing HDR. Perfect examples. Monster Hunter World, Near Automata, and Bloodstained. All three of those games support HDR, and they look worse in HDR. Apparently Rockstar's better at it, too. Yes, Rockstar's, but they they at least patched it and fixed it a little. Yeah. It's still not perfect, but they did fix it a little. But yes, for those games, I recommend disabling HDR. It sucks, because when HDR works, Mortal Kombat 11, Forza Horizon 4, Gears of War 5, or sorry, 4, HDR is beautiful. But my god, yes. And... and Bloodstained is terrible, and you can tell right from the beginning, because when you boot the game, it, like, you know when you boot games now, like, you'll get that screen that shows you, like, a logo or whatever before the game boots up? Mm-hmm. So Bloodstained does that, and you see it before it switches to HDR, and then when it switches to HDR, like, it sucks the fucking color out of it. <laughs> and you're just like, what the hell happened to my game? <laughs> and near near is awful. Like, if you boot near Automata in HDR... Like, the green is muted. So, like, the trees that are in that world, it's just... Man, I don't I don't get how you fuck that up. If you're going to fuck it up that bad, just don't put it in there. So, but yes, Bloodstain has bad HDR. 
Uh, Chad tweets and says, what is your stance on DLC add-ons being considered for top games of the year lists? I've played some great short games like A Plague Tale and Edith Finch that can be finished in a sitting or two, oh, which are easily... I forgot to mention, I beat. I just beat that. Which one? Edith Finch. Edith Finch. That game is so good. It's great. It, it, it is good. I, um, I was a little disappointed in the ending, if I'm being honest, but it was good. Oh, were you? I... I don't want to spoil it. I thought it. it was fine. I don't want to spoil uh, it, but it's... I was disappointed in it because I felt like they introduced something incredibly interesting right at the very end and then just cut it off and didn't do anything with it. Yeah, I could see that. I was still okay with the ending. Um, but sorry, back to the question, which are easily represented in top ten. So, DLC add-ons for top ten lists. Um, you mean like considering it a new game? I don't think considering it a new game. I think like a good example would be Blood and Wine. It's one of your top ten games right. of the year. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think it depends on the how subs- substantive the DLC is. Yeah, like, like Blood and Wine, I would certainly consider for a game of the year list. Yeah, there, there's only a few big ones like that that I would consider. Like, you know, Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption was was massive and great. Um, the Shivering Isles, another really good one. But, I mean, yeah, as far as... Skyrim DLCs were both big enough. They could have been their own. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a hard one right there. Yeah, I, I mean, it, like you said, if it's if it's actually like brings you back into the game and you play it and it's like I don't know I, I could see it being on a top 10 list like if if that's the case then Overwatch is my game of the year every single year yeah but that's not an expansion this is adding a new character um, I don't I don't that's like saying horse armor could be DLC of the year top 10 list is horse armor I it made my horse look really spiffy well, you know, that new Batiste skin is pretty good did you get it? I did get it. I like that skin. I saw a meme of it saying uh, it was McCree, like looking standard, and then it showed the Baptiste skin, and he like squinted, and McCree was squinted his eyes, and it's a big target. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what that is. Is there's your headshot? Yeah, right in the middle of his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark says twenty five hours into AC Odyssey now, and what a phenomenal game. I dread to yeah. think how many of those hours are getting sidetracked from the main story. Going to keep me busy all summer. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so good. It is good. So good. <sighs> I just need to stop everything and just finish my games. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quit having a life, Drew. Yeah, I guess. It's overrated, man. Just whatever. Mark also says, what's your next big game for the year? I thought mine was going to be Control, but after seeing more gameplay, I'm really not sure about it. Is it just platforming with telekinesis? I I don't even know what Control is, I don't think. That's the new Remedy game. Yeah, Remedy's new game. (sighs) What is the next big game for me? It might be Control. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is mine. Yes, that's right. That's out in like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Damn. Nintendo killing it in the summer. Yep. I would say if I ever do get a Switch, it would be Pokemon. Pokemon! 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 
hog. With, with the pokey and the man. And the pokey and the man and the pokey. And the guy with a thing. <laughs> we used to play buck buck. <laughs> oh, goodness. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know any games that's coming out. I mean, there's a lot I'm excited for, but the next one is probably Marvel. I mean, I'm stoked for that Star Wars game. That Star Wars game looks rad. Yeah, I think it looks good. Is that this year? Yeah. I'm excited about that one, too. November. Wow. I mean, Death Stranding is in November, Drew. What's up? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am not excited for Death Stranding. I am really thinking that game is not going to... I don't know. I don't know what that game is, even after seeing the video. I don't. It looks like Metal Gear Solid Five, but exactly, and I didn't really like Metal Gear Solid Five. I like you Metal, didn't? I like Metal Gear Solid no. Five's loop, like its gameplay loop was really good. Yeah, its gameplay loop was good. The story obviously was rushed, but yeah, see, that was my thing was I wanted a Metal Gear game. That's not a Metal Gear game. You didn't get no. the Metal Gear game until the twenty-five minute car ride with Skullface at the end. Yeah, oh, God, <laughs> you know, that, that's and that's that's the epitome of Hideo Kojima, and that's one. Forward is best stranding. He's tried to squeeze his entire story into a car ride at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, oh man, wow. Such a disappointment to a Metal Gear fan. Like, I can, I'll be the first to tell you, yes, Metal Gear Solid Five is a good playing game, but you could have easily removed Snake and anything it has to do with Metal Gear and could have called it something else. Absolutely. Because that was not a Metal Gear game. A Metal Gear game is... The, it, what's Metal Gear known for? Cutscenes. It's, it's cutscenes and it's ridiculous boss fights. All of which had maybe three boss fights in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, and the one sucked an ass. The exactly. Me- the Metal Gear fight is terrible. Yeah. Metal terrible. Gear fight is horrible. One of the worst boss fights, I think, in the history of boss fights. I think I glitched it. I think I got caught between a rock and something and just kept firing in a hard it. place? Yeah, it couldn't hit me. Because it was not fun. It was not no. fun at all. That's, that's, yeah. The only, the, you felt like there was going to be a cool one with the quiet fight, and it just wasn't that cool. I thought no. the, I thought it was going to be really cool too, but then it lasted like 30 minutes. Yeah, and it wasn't even fun. Yeah. Let's get down. <laughs> but, but, except it wasn't him. He didn't talk. No, it wasn't. I, it's, I used the wrong voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kiefer didn't really talk in that game. No. Yeah. Oh man, what a f- that's man! Such a, that's such a weird so many game. things he wasted in that game. Yeah, the whole liquid snake portion that never really panned out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah the, the whole second act was all about the the child soldiers and liquid snake. Yeah, I felt like there was so much room for like a big psychomanist storyline in there, and it never happened. No. Ugh. What a rough... Yeah. Four years in development, that game. Yeah, but he wasn't done. Yeah, and it still wasn't done. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not excited for Death Stranding at all. My biggest problem with Death Stranding is it just looks like a Kojima boner for all of his friends. Exactly. Uh, I'm just like... I'm surprised Keeley's not in that game. (laughs) Yeah. He might be. He might be. He might show up as the Dorito Pope. Dude, okay, game of the year if Keeley's in it as the Dorito Pope. Okay. <laughs> I would play it then. Yeah. I'm, I'm on, back on board now. It's DLC. <laughs> Keeley Dorito Pope DLC. He's the main character. That, that'd be my. Okay, that, go back to the other question. That's my DLC game of the year. It's on my top 10 list. 
Yep. It's, it's only the first hour you play as a uh, normal. Yeah, it's Metal Gear 2 all over again. Yeah, they, they change it to Dorito Pope Jeff Keighley for the rest of the game. But, you know, that's kind of where he's going to lose. Like, he can't do, like, a bait-and-switch with this game because this is an unestablished franchise. Yep. So he could certainly try. He could try, but it's not going to have the effect it did of MGS2. Holy he's shit. Gonna have, he's going to have some half-naked woman in it, and the excuse is going to be that she breathes through her skin. <laughs> I mean, and we'll don't, be ashamed of our words and deeds. Don't you? Don't you breathe through your skin? I usually have to lift my arms. My armpits have like little nostrils. I just remember <laughs> the conversation. Like they released that quiet design, and everybody's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Oh no, you you don't understand the full story yet." <laughs> the full story is she breathes through her skin, so she has to be half naked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not contrived. Nice work. <laughs> He's a weird dude. He's he always weird been that way. I mean, look at the beauty in the core. Yeah, I know. I, it just drives me crazy when he wants to act like that's not what it's about. Yeah, you could take pictures of the beauty in the beast core. <clears throat> like, and they would pose. Yeah, like yeah, make noises. There's a, there's a real deep story reason for that. It has to do with... I don't know, child soldiers or some shit. Yeah, probably some nano machines or <laughs> nano machines for sure. Yeah. If nano machines are in Death Stranding, I'm going to riot because he explained everything with nano machines in Metal Gear. Well, he's like George Lucas of of Japan. It was the Force, it was the Metaclorian Force. Oh God. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid is my favorite game of all, but even then, seeing the wrath that whole series took really dropped it for me. Metal Gear Solid 4 is still peak Metal Gear. Everything got wrapped up, I felt like it was good to go. We were done. Yeah, he he didn't have to do 5. No. But he did it anyway. Well, I mean, Konami knew it was going to make money, so why not, right? Yeah. That's why he no longer works there, and now he's making Norman Reedus Simulator. Yep. <laughs> Norman Reedus Simulator. <laughs> I mean, it's, when you think of Death Stranding, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Is it shirtless Norman Reedus holding a baby? Uh, it's the baby down his throat is the first thing that pops into my head. Okay, I just think about Norman Reedus crying holding the baby with his shirt off. That's what I think. When you say Death Stranding, that's the first thing that pops into my head. Tar is, I think, the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah, everybody's covered in tar in this game. <laughs> What's the guy's name in this one? Mad Nicholson. No, 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 no. The name of the character. He's got like a really oh, I don't remember. fucked up name, like Big Hard Man or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's hot it. Cold man. <laughs> it is. It's a lot like Hot Cold Man. Yeah. Big Hard Man or so, something stupid like that. And it's just like. You're like the joke South Park made about Family Guy where you just got manatees pulling like words together to make shit up. <laughs> He's always done this. Bomber guy on rollerblades. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. I, I Sometimes I forget how stupid some of these characters are. The, yeah. guy, the bees? The guy with the bees? No, yeah, the pain. The pain? Oh my god. Like, how fucking stupid is that? He had bees that he could control and turned them into a machine gun that shot bees. 
<laughs> I mean, what else would it shoot, Drew? I guess. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous when you talk about it out loud. I know. It's so uh, ridiculous when you talk Zanzibar about it. land. Zanzibar land. <laughs> Oh god, it's so. I mean, weird. how many times were you playing Metal Gear Solid and everybody just? There was going? a vampire whose name was Vamp. Well, of course, his name is Vamp. He was he was in, intertwined with the Lalelulelo. I like how people oh. can say that with like a straight face in that game. Like you're talking about Lalelulelo. <laughs> like what? Like I'm sorry. In a real life scenario, somebody said that to me. I'd be like, "The fuck you say? <laughs> what the fuck?" Yeah, well, are you speaking English? Because I'm not understanding it. What you oh, saying? The president of the United States of America was a genetically engineered person who had who was Doc Ock. He he had was the, Doc Ock. Yeah, he he had tentacles that would like shoot rockets out of it. I mean, he's the, the president of the United States. I'd vote for him. The, yes, the main boss in Metal Gear Five is a man with a skull for a face. Mm-hmm. Whose name is Skullface? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just so goddamn ridiculous. Oh man, I I'd almost say I want to be a fly on the wall in a Kojima like brainstorm session, but I don't know that I do because I think I might get cancer in the brain or something. Yeah. <sighs> Last tweet comes from Chad says, "But there is some DLC that is easily longer." All this is a continuation. Sorry, it was two tweets after this. Uh, how about AC Odyssey, Fate of Atlantis, Red Dead or GTA Online story add-ons, Destiny 2 DLC, Fallout 76 NPC story mode, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, Monster Hunter World DLC, could, should any DLC expansions be considered? Yeah, I th- again, I think it depends on the DLC, and I think it depends on the how substantive it is. I think it really depends on the person, because you can't tell... You know, I couldn't tell Ryan. No, you can't have that on your, your no, top yeah. ten. I mean, it, it, whatever. You know, it's, if it's that my... was the game I enjoyed. Exactly. Yeah, I I, I like this. It. Like so many people complain nowadays about games, you know, needing to be online and having DLC. And I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> we used to play like a two hour game, and that was it, man. Until they released like remember uh, how many versions of Street Fighter there were on the Genesis yeah. and mm-hmm. Super Nintendo? Like nowadays, there'd have been one version of that game. And it just got updated. Like, I don't know. It's modern day, and they released Street Fighter. Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter Five, right? Four. Street Fighter Four. They had what two or three? No, they had four. And they got shit on for it, and they didn't do it for the new one, did they? <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's Street Fighter Four, Super Street Fighter Four, Street, Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition, and, and then Ultra. Super Street Fighter Four Arcade or Ultra yeah. Street yeah. Fighter Four. But Street Fighter Five has just always been Street Fighter Five. Yeah, nobody played it. That's true because it wasn't very good. But I don't know. That's Capcom's fault, right there, though. Yeah, but Capcom fucked that up, and then they've been on a roll since. So I'm okay with that. And what's crazy is it's like they had, uh, like nobody, nobody even really expected them to. Well, I shouldn't say that. It, there was like such a. I remember the buzz when they were bringing back Street Fighter, and it was like holy shit. And then they squandered all that after one entry. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with. I mean, you put it on one machine, which I think is dumb. You launch it with like no characters. 
um, and <laughs> missing 90% of the modes people expect from a Street Fighter game. Yeah. And it's just like, it's taking you how many, like, when did that game come out? 2015. So it's been years. It's taken. Maybe, no, it's 2016. It was 2016. It still took two years to make that game what it should have been. Yeah. And that's crazy. It shouldn't take two years. Like, you look at games that just launched, like Mortal Kombat 11. Like, that game has everything in it. It yeah. has so much shit yeah. in it that you can't you can't possibly finish it all. For months after yeah. the launch of Street Fighter V, there was no way to play a standard two-round match against the AI. Yeah, that's insane. Which is crazy. Like, there are games that launch... <laughs> Not even close to Street Fighter levels that have ten times the content. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Makes me sad because Street Fighter Four was so fucking good. Yep. I'm hoping they can bring Street Fighter back. It, it's like they're in a really hard place because it's like Street Fighter Five is still the de facto game at all tournaments. I don't see why. It's because it's just it's just is. That's the because thing. it's Street Fighter. Because That's it's Street Fighter. the new one. Yeah, it's the newest Street Fighter, and it's the game everybody knows and plays. Which is funny because it's not even the most registered game at these tournaments. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Also, it's the only Capcom game at Evo now. Well, the Capcom hasn't made any other fighting games except for Marvel Ultimate, and then that thing died. Yep. Or sorry, Infinite. That's that Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Which was supposed to relay that it was never going to end and they were going to keep adding... They did one DLC pack. One. Yep. To be fair... And those those characters were already in the game. Yeah. Makes me sad, because that game plays like a fucking dream. You want want good Capcom fighting game? Play Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which is on Game Pass, by the way. It is on Game Pass, yep. Um, But play that game. That game is so much fun to play. There's just no support for it anymore. It makes me sad. Just don't play the story mode. It's it's really bad. <laughs> it's like next level bad. Anyway, that's all the tweets. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Drew is at DM... It's been so long she's been on here. It's DM of Fury. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's at Wombat RP. I'm at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. You can follow this podcast at M4G Podcast. It's on the Twitter. You can tweet at us. Follow us. Why don't you? Um, Phoenix Down. Duke Nukem is Dune. Yes. Bound by Flame. Bound by Flame next. Your first episode this week? Uh, yeah, this coming week. There you go. By the way, I got a, finally got a message from Anthony. He slept through the whole show. No, oh, great. Good for I you. I wish I could sleep like that. I did over my vacation. I did not set an alarm, and I slept, and I slept, and I slept. Yep. It felt so good. Sleeping in for me is like 8 a.m., though. Oh, fuck that. I slept Yeah, that's same here. Dude, I wake up at 5.30 every morning. I go back to bed. Like, I wake up at, like, 8 or 9 o'clock on the, my days off, I look at my phone, I see what time it is, and I put my phone down, and I lay my head back down on that pillow. Nah, I can't do that. No, I can't do that either. <sighs> I, I'm i up at 5.45 during the week, and uh, so I'm, I'm the same way as you, Drew. 8 a.m. is 
sleeping in for me. I slept in when I, I, cause I was off for the weekend like Ken. Um, and, uh, my son stayed up real late on the 4th of July watching fireworks. And so the day after we slept in until like 9.30 and that was the latest I've slept in a long time. Even if I stay up late, like if I, I could, I could go to bed and around 6 a.m. I'm going to wake up. Time body. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. That's, I, I'm talking up for good. I, I wake up every single morning at like four and then again at like 5.45, but. <laughs> I, I didn't go to bed last night till 5 a.m. Jeez, oh Pete. I fucking, I started watching Stranger Things season three and then I ended up just binging the whole goddamn season. I was fucking tired. I bet. <laughs> I'm still tired because I only slept six hours. I got up at 11 today. Oh, but man, it was worth it. Season three. Mm. That's some good shit. It's pretty good. Dude, you did stay for the credits, right, Drew? Yes. Okay. Because usually I turn it off, but I realize there was still five minutes of the show left. <laughs> I was like, there's probably something, right? Right? Yeah. And then there was, and it's kind of important. So if you watch it, don't turn it off when the credits roll in the last episode. Also watch it, because it's really good. Um, I think that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. Nope. Alright, we'll see you next week, bitches. Peace. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.